Hi guys, it's me, the Witch of Boise, here to do another episode of Toasty Tarot Nights, the podcast. Or, if you've watched my YouTube, Toasty Tarot Nights, Toasty Tarot Nights. It's a show that I do on YouTube and now is a podcast where we have drinks, and that's cocktails, mocktails, water, tea, a joint if you want. We read some tarot and we just kind of hang out and talk about life. It's pretty cool. So make sure that you are following this podcast and you are also following me on all social medias. My handle is Witch of Boise on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything. So if you have something that is going on that you want to talk about in this podcast, make sure you connect to one of those sites as well as my website, and that is witchofboise.com. And witchofboise is all one word, .com. I'm going to be creating a Toasty Tarot Nights forum, and that is for coven members only. It is absolutely free to join the coven. You do have to do a login and all of that. But if you want to discuss something that is on one of the episodes of Toasty Tarot Nights, definitely check that out. Again, that is witchofboise.com. All right, so I'm done with all the promos. Let's get reading. So I have, oh wow. So I have the Witch's Tarot. This is one of my favorite decks. This is how I learned tarot on. Two cards just popped out. The first one, which is actually one of my favorites. I don't like it in the upright, but when it is the reverse, it's very, very cool energy. That is the Ten of Swords in reverse. Then we have the Five of Cups. Oh, we have the Two of Cups, the Two of Pentacles, and then the Ten of Wands in reverse. Wow. Very beautiful energy. So in the middle of this reading, we have Two of Cups. So there's a partnership that's happening. Now this partnership can be romantic, not, but not necessarily. This can be something that has to do with financials. This can be someone that is helping you with a uh, partnership in work and you're not going to feel the burden of things. So this person is going to help you out and it's really time to focus on the positives because that five of cups is here in this card. It's a mermaid sitting on a rock and in this deck, I should say, sitting on a rock outside of the water and three cups are spilled and the water spilling out of them. And then right by her fin is two cups upright. So it's, it's crying over spilled milk. It's crying over things that are happening, but not being aware or wanting to be aware of your blessings and what you have. Then we have the 10 of swords in reverse. And that is a healing card. This is awful card in the upright. This is a card about physical death. The actual card itself shows a man or a woman face down with 10 swords just in their back. You can't see their face. You see deadly, I think it's nightshade, and then an owl, an ominous owl in a dead tree, and its eyes are glowing yellow. So if we flip this around, the swords are falling out of this person's back. So there has been a betrayal before. And again, I feel like this is the same kind of partnership. And again, 
fluff. It definitely can be. But it is trusting people. And that's kind of what keeps popping in my head. It's trusting people in general. So it's making sure that it is okay to trust people. Even the ones that have stabbed you in the back, you can trust them with boundaries. And that's the thing is you place boundaries on them. You don't give them your entire self. But if you're around them, you can trust them in the sense of, I know how much I can trust you because this is my boundary for you. And it's also just not viewing the past in a negative aspect. So someone has hurt you, guess what? That has happened to everyone. No one on this planet has not been hurt by someone. Seriously. If you have, let me know. Because <laughs> that's not, it's, that is the truth. People hurt each other. And sometimes it is unintentionally. Sometimes it's just being an asshole when maybe you don't realize you're being an asshole. And that's me, by the way. I say some really assholey things and then I've had people and like past partners tell me like, wow, that was really a dick. <laughs> like that was such a mean thing to say. And I have no idea. Sometimes I don't even know what comes out of my mouth. Like <laughs> it just comes. I'm a lot better as I've matured and aged, of course, but that's the thing where it's people hurt each other and that's just that is a fact of life and it's also a fact of life I just want to get on my soapbox a little bit is the fact of life is other people talk about other people so if you get upset over what someone has said about you I can understand you can get upset to say why didn't you just say it to my face but the thing is is you should always if you're going to talk about someone say something that you would be able to say to their face. Don't be on this like ignorant planet of no one talks bad about me and if they do they're out of here. They're out of my life. Well guess what? You're gonna be pretty damn lonely if that's the case because people will talk about you. We're, we're communicable creatures and that's just a fact. But it's focusing on the fact that you're healing and that it's okay to trust. It's okay to trust someone. Because love or partnership of some kind is coming. And it's going to be a really solid relationship. And again, not necessarily love, but a partnership. So it's also a good balance of stuff. With that two of pentacles, there's a lot of stuff that's balancing and juggling a lot of things. And with this partner, it's not going to feel so much like a burden. You're not going to have to do everything on your own. This partner's going to be coming in and helping you with that. And helping you with juggling everything. And that the huge part of this is the universe is trying to get you to heal from the past. The universe is trying to tell you it's okay to trust. And you need to trust. You need to let go. Trust. Trust that the process is going to happen. It doesn't mean that's going to happen today. It doesn't mean it's going to happen in an hour. It doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to happen in a month, two months. But the fact of the matter is, is that it's going to happen. So you need to trust it. All right, that is it for that reading. I want to say like and subscribe. But you should do like uh, me on YouTube. 
and subscribe to my channel on YouTube. I'm doing some new pick a cards as well as ask which of Boise, which you can win a free reading. Uh, just make sure that you are following me on Instagram and watching my stories. I will have at some point a, a question where you can put in a question to have me answer it. I'm drinking my seltzer water, lemon lime. boundaries. This is the, my healthy boundary card. It is making sure that you have healthy boundaries or you're going to have someone that takes advantage of that. And that's going to be clarified by the Eight of Cups in reverse. Interesting. So what that tells me is that the Seven of Swords, you're unable to move on and move forward with things because there's not healthy boundaries in place. So it's really time to write down or um, examine where is the boundary that I have issues with. And a lot of times is looking at, is it for you or at least for me, is looking at where my quote unquote failings are. I don't do well in romantic relationships. I'm very independent and I don't. I just don't mesh well. I'm very, I, I like being by myself. I like my alone time. I don't like needy people. And um, a lot of times that's what I attract. And I, yeah, I am very uh, accommodating at first. And then I don't, because I don't put any boundaries off, then they think that that's okay. And then they get like surprised when I tell them, hey, this is annoying. It's trying to figure out what are your shortcomings and what are those boundaries. Define your boundaries on those issues. Our second card is the Knight of Cups in reverse. And that's being clarified by the Three of Swords in reverse. Also an iconic card. That Three of Swords is very cool. I don't like it in readings. <laughs> But it's, it is just iconic. The Knight of Cups in reverse is that there's a blockage. It's a blockage of getting a proposal. And before you think of like a marriage proposal, this is a proposal for anyone coming towards you. 
are coming forward to you. It's not the time because either this person that is supposed to be coming into your life uh, is healing. Because just like the Ten of, of Swords in reverse, the Three of Swords in reverse is, a, is very similar. Because the, there's the heart, and it's like the um, geometric heart. And it has three swords stabbed in it. And when it's in the reverse, it's like the swords are falling out of it in order to heal, in order to move forward. And so that Knight of Cups has this proposal that's coming in with love and emotions and all of that. And with that being in reverse, it's a blockage of that. So there's healing that needs to take place either from this person or from yourself. And I'm getting a lot of yourself because of that Seven of Swords. That Seven of Swords is saying, hey, you need to build those boundaries. And that's also, that's how you're going to have that attraction or that openness to getting that Knight of Cups for you. Is that there needs to be healing that needs, that needs to happen. It's needed. Okay, so our third card is the Eight of Swords in reverse, and that's going to be clarified by the High Priest, which is the Hierophant in reverse. So the Eight of Swords in reverse, very interesting, because it's like a, you're releasing yourself from your own mental prison. However, there isn't a lesson that you have learned, and that's where this blockage is coming from. You're in the right direction. You're in this direction of removing the self-sabotage. It's getting out of that energy. The only issue is, is with that hierophant. And it's there's a lesson that needs to be learned. And you're not learning it. But this is also another thing for non-traditional. Perhaps it's time to open your mind into a non-traditional expectation. And that can be of relationships as well. That can be of friendships. Maybe someone that you never, you didn't think that you were, you would be good friends with, or someone that you just didn't give a chance on, and it's non-traditional. Maybe that's it. It's making sure that you are open to receiving energies and open into receiving healing. If you are here for like a love reading or or even a healing and moving on. There's still work that needs to be done. There's still there's still some work, but it looks like that's pretty big with the Eight of Swords in reverse because that's just telling me that you aren't self-sabotaging. There's healing that's happening, that Three of Swords in reverse. It just doesn't feel like it. And maybe you're looking for like confirmation where you're like, am I even doing anything? Is Am I even going anywhere or am I just going in a circle? And you're, you're healing. It's just for what you want and what you're needing, it's not it yet. Okay, our last and final card is the fourth card, and that is the Nine of Swords in reverse. And that's being clarified by the King of Swords. Holy moly. The King of Swords haunts me in all the readings. The Nine of Swords in reverse is, I always imagine it, because the actual picture itself is this lady, at least in this deck. She's laying on a bed. She has one leg on the bed, one leg off. One arm is 
over her head, and the other one is reaching down to the floor. And it's really a dramatic pose. And then there's nine swords on um, mounted. It looks like it's mounted on the wall. And the wall is made of brick and stone. And every time I see this, because of that dramatic pose, it looks like she's falling, almost like Alice in Wonderland, falling down the rabbit hole. For me, it feels like things feel really, really bad. They might be, but don't be constrained by your mind. It's easy to get back into that self-sabotage because you have this eight of swords. You have that energy of being trapped, but it's in reverse. So you're getting untracked from there. So it's like falling from that, wanting to self-sabotage again, get back into that cycle, into that eight, that infinity. It's time to really cut the bullshit. And that's with the King of Swords. The King of Swords is pretty much saying, hey, you need, this is what you need to do. And I think that you know what you need to do. And especially if you're dealing with um, traumas, anxiety, depression, things like that. If you haven't gone to a counselor, it's time. And this is, this is just a confirmation of that. If you've been thinking about it, it's time. It's time to go and it's time to seek help in a professional way. But this is also a sign of something that you might have been thinking about. It's blunt and to the point, and it might be something that you don't want to hear. Like if you're thinking because of this knight in cups reverse, the knight of cups in reverse, and you're wanting someone to come into your life in a romantic sense, guess what? That's just not going to happen right now. And it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. It's that kind of hard facts that are happening and that are going to be in your face. If you hear that noise, that is just my cat barking. The king of swords is very direct and very kind of asshole-ish. And it's pretty much saying that there's a lot more work to be done. You're not out of the woods yet. So build those boundaries. Stop self-sabotaging. When you go into that downward spiral of thinking things are super, super bad. It's time to look at your blessings. It's time to look around you and really ground yourself, especially when you're downward spiraling, because I totally understand that. Reaching out, talking to someone. And that's why I say, you know, if you're, if you're dealing with some really heavy emotional issues and you've been thinking about getting a counselor or anything, it's time. All right, guys, that is it for that reading. Let's take a drink of this seltzer water. How are you? How are the kids? I'm still getting used to podcasting. This is so weird. It is what it is. I'm still recovering from yesterday. And I'm recording this on Thursday, January 7th, 2021. And yesterday was um, January 6th, 2021. It was an emotional night for me. My day was fine. I was extremely busy. I've been extremely busy at work. I've been extremely busy at home. And so I planned on Wednesday this week being my day of not doing anything that has to pertain with Witch of Boise, not think about work. The only thing I had to do was go to the grocery store after work and just relax and just not have to deal with it because I 
know that I'm working really hard and I'm trying to work two jobs right now and it's a, it's a lot of work and I don't want to do any sort of burnout. I told myself it's, you know, you need to take a day or two and that you're doing nothing. You're not going to do stuff. I went to the grocery store, came home after work and did all my stuff, got my groceries put up, got into some comfortable clothes, got ready to do my TikToks because I'm obsessed with TikToks. Before I did that, I decided to get on Facebook, which was a terrible idea. And I saw everything that happened at the Capitol in Washington, D.C. I am appalled. I am disgusted. I believe in protest and that's totally fine. I think the biggest thing that really got to me wasn't even the fact that they, what they did. The biggest thing that really upset me and it still upsets me and I once I'm done with this we're done talking about it but I think about all of the Black Lives Matter movements that happened last year how people were so upset by demonstrating civil rights and equal rights to everyone the police were outrageous and forceful and straight up violent with people and it was mostly people of color. It really upset me. And that's one of the things that really kind of just got me um, last year. And it just really got me into a downward spiral. Because people don't understand what life is like for a person of color. And especially when you're in a place like where I'm from, Boise, Idaho. It is the whitest place one can be. It is absurd to see how people treat other people that look different than them, that act different than them, that have different culture than them. It's disturbing and disgusting. I just lost my shit yesterday because I'm seeing all this stuff. If that were someone that was of color, they would have been killed, like straight up. And that's like the super upsetting thing to me where a lot of people aren't like they don't want to focus on that. And well, what remember when they looted Target? Um, I'm sorry, but Target is a multi million dollar, I would say even billion dollar company that can replace all of that. This, these people are going into our government buildings and you're letting them in. There were police officers taking fucking selfies with people that were in that we're going in the fucking building. And if you watch any of the videos of them storming inside, it is absolutely terrifying. And I can understand being um, someone that, that was there, representatives being very alarmed and very scared because that does sound very scary. But that also brings up another point. This is what our children have to deal with. We have to do active school drills. I don't know how they do it now. I don't have children, um, nor do I want any children. But I know at least growing up, when Columbine happened and all of that, it became a routine of this is what happens. And you would have two or three drills done every single year. And it got scarier and scarier because people, students, or whoever, started to up the ante with stuff. And so you're seeing all this crap. And, you know, there's people that are, this is terrifying and whatnot. Well, guess what? That's America's reality. And I think that's why it got me so upset yesterday, where it's like, this is reality. This is what is happening. And you have anyone that is 
any of those protesters, if they were black, if they were Muslim, they would have been dead. And that's like the most fucked up part of it. Everyone else can talk about the election and all of that. I cannot get over that. That has got me worked up. I actually connected with one of my old friends from high school and they agreed with what I put out there. And they're like, I'm actually surprised not a whole lot more people are responding to this. And it's because everyone's a racist and bigots. They're ignorant. And it's like, it's not a big deal, I guess. But it is. I, I had a conversation with an Uber driver back in November. I went down to Florida to see my, my family that lives down there. And I hadn't seen them in a while. And I bought tickets before this whole pandemic, so I wasn't going to get a refund, and I thought it would be over by now, <laughs> but we're all morons and it can't be over. But anyways, I went down there, and when I came back, I got my Uber driver, and we're going to call him Will. So Will was very excited to see me. I was trying to get into his car because I was getting actually mildly harassed by another taxi driver that was trying to block me from getting into his car and like trying to get me into his taxi. It was bizarre. I had to yell at him. <laughs> so I'm getting in this car and Sam is just so excited because he's going into Boise and he's like, yeah, I had to cancel a um, fair that was out in Caldwell. And if you're not familiar um, Caldwell is about a 30-minute drive. It's like a, a subset of Boise. There's about three, or actually, there's probably like five little towns that are around Boise. But it's it's like a 20 to 30-minute drive, depending on traffic. He decided, he said that he canceled that. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, that's kind of silly. Because that's, you know, isn't that how you make some money with that? And the more I started talking with him the more outraged I became. And I realized that one of the reasons he didn't want to go out to Caldwell is because people have told him because he is black and he is a refugee that he will be hurt. He will be screamed at. He might get shot. He said that people flip him off all the time, that he's told that he can't go into certain areas around Boise because um, people will hurt him. Other passengers have told him that he shouldn't be driving with his windows down and that he should probably consider getting them tented so that they won't see that he is black. I was appalled. I was disgusted going from Florida and I came and I flew out of Dallas as well. And it's diverse. It's diverse area. And you go to Boise and it is Going from those areas, and I actually flew in from, from Dallas to Boise, there was one instance where a little kid refused to sit by a black dude that was probably in his early 20s, and it was because he was black. The dad had to, okay, well, I'll sit in the middle and blah, blah, blah. And I am just like, what the fuck is going on? And then I'm in this Uber after that, 
And this guy's telling me, yeah, I can't go to certain places and all this stuff. And I'm trying to make money so I can move because I don't feel safe with my family here. And I'm just like, I don't fucking blame you. And this is fucking bullshit. We had a really good conversation. He asked me, actually, what part of California I was from because I was so cool. I'm like, I'm not from California. I'm actually born and raised here. And this is why this is really upsetting to me. And he said, oh, well, you're one of the very few ones that are cool. It really upset me. And so anything that has to do with our black brothers and sisters and brown brothers and sisters and anyone in between, it is equal. Everyone is equal. And it's we judge someone by their character, not the color of their skin, not their sexuality, not their gender or gender identity. You judge them on their fucking character. And you can tell what happened yesterday, all of those people's characters. Now, this conversation that I had with my friend from high school said that there were other people from my high school that actually were at DC. And come to find out, there was one of them that was um, standing at Nancy Pelosi's chair that went viral one of the pictures not the weirdo guy shirtless guy um but one of them yeah he's from Boise what a fucking disgrace and honestly I would throat punch every single one of them do you realize that there were Nazis there that you were that the president is calling on Nazis like what the fuck what the what the actual fuck and this is actually something that has happened in Boise and you might be aware of it because we made national news. Our city has one of the only monuments to Anne Frank in the nation. And it was actually vandalized by swastikas and notes saying we are everywhere. They got removed, obviously, and it became a big deal. This is fucked up. And I don't understand, and I think this is why it gets me so worked up, I don't understand why people are fucking okay with this. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills where it's like, what what the hell? I feel nationally, yes. But in Boise, like, it feels like no one gives a shit. And that's the problem, is we have to look at ourselves and see what the issue is. And no one wants to do it. But I am just, I am so appalled by the behavior. I am so appalled by the corruption. I'm appalled by all of it. And it's absolutely disgusting. I'm just disgusted by it. So I did my little rant. I, I bet you guys have your own feelings. And I'm sorry. Again, I don't want to do politics. This is a safe space. But I'm just telling you, it's been a really rough <laughs> 24 hours. It's been awful. I've been trying to figure out ways of helping my community the best way I can. And just like the Ten of Wands in reverse, it can't just be me. It has to be other people. So I'm asking anyone that's local to please be with me. And if you see a person that is representing Nazi or is showing um, discrimination, is being a flat-out ignorant bigot, is being a racist, that we call this shit out and say it's not acceptable, and then if it's 
truly a Nazi, fucking throat punch the shit out of them. Because I'm over this. <laughs> Alright, so let's change gears. So I had this story planned before all of this <laughs> happened yesterday. But I really wanted to talk to you guys about it because it's actually kind of creepy. So like I said, I went to Florida in November. My family lives out in Orlando. And so my extended family has a timeshare in Key West. I flew into Orlando for a couple days. People at Orlando were wearing masks and, and being respectful in that sense. And it was actually more so than it was in Boise. Then I flew down for the, the week to Key West and that was a shit show. Like no one was wearing masks. There was a mask mandate that happened like at the end, the couple days before we left. And not even a couple days, like a day before we left. And no one was wearing them down there. And it was horrifying. <laughs> Anyways, at this timeshare, there's a spare bedroom and that's where I was at. And it's on the main floor. And I've always had like really weird feelings in there. But I've also like, it's, I'm very connected with um, people that have passed on. I have a really good sense of that sixth sense growing up because we would go to Key West all the time my grandparents actually used to live in one of the Keys and so we would go and visit them and then go drive down there and hang out and so we've done like the ghost tour I have like a couple haunted books and I remember reading them growing up in that that timeshare room and getting really spooked out and like <laughs> I can't I can't sleep and I can't read this right now and I have to wait till the daytime to finish it and all this stuff so, and it's also Key West. If you've ever been down there, it's it's very, a very interesting vibe. It kind of has, like, the Bahamas feel, but there is, like, an underlining, like, there's shit there. You know, there's some spiritual stuff. I have two phones, and um, one of the phones is what I call and text on, and I don't really use it that much. I just keep it in my purse, and that's just it. My other phone is what I do, I record with, I'm on like Instagram with, I'm on TikTok with, I was not on TikTok at the time though, but that's the phone I use the most. But since it's not connected with a network, I didn't change the time. And so it's a two hour difference. Boise is two hours ahead of Key West. And we had an issue in Orlando, a scheduling issue, where I put my alarm on to wake me up for six o'clock and it actually was like eight o'clock in the morning and so yeah it was just a big freaking mess so I knew that this going in that my time was wrong so I'm in bed I wake up from a sleep and I look at my my phone and it says it's 12 24 in my mind I remember okay it's two hours so it's actually 2 24 here so I put my phone down and how I sleep is I like a pillow where my head is. I like a pillow on each side. So then if I go and I lay on my side, I have something to hold. And then I drop it, and then I change sides in the middle of the night. But I, I like having something to hold. So I look at my phone, put it down. I grab my pillow on my right side. All of a sudden, I feel something on the bed. I feel someone sitting on the bed. 
like someone that comes over and then just sits down. And I've had this sensation a lot. Again, I'm very connected with people that have passed on. I prefer them to visit me in my dreams. I like that a lot more because I can actually kind of control that boundary. I don't like them doing this at all. But I've had people that have passed over and do it. I've had my cat that has passed away come and lay there. I know that sensation. I knew it was some some spirit that was there. So I chose not to react and I just chose to just, we're just going to lay here and just chill out. I'm just going to just not react because they that's what this spirit is wanting. And I'm not in the mood. I want to go to bed. I just lay there and ignore it. And then all of a sudden, I feel something on my legs. I can't really describe to you what it was, but it felt similar to someone holding both of my legs right above my ankles. So almost like not your calf, but right in the middle of where, like right below your calf and right above your ankle. But it didn't feel like hands. It didn't feel like something grabbed me. But it was something had it had my legs. And then I started to get dragged. I was getting dragged to the end of the bed. And I fucking panicked. I couldn't move. I couldn't scream. I couldn't do anything. Couldn't even move. And I was moving. I could feel the sheets. I could feel everything. And I am not a petite little princess either. I'm a thick ass bitch. (laughs) And this, like, it was moving me. So scary. And I was petrified. And right before my feet hit the end of that bed, right before I knew it. And again, I, when this is all happening, I can see all of the room. I can see what is happening. And I'm kind of like, my head can't move, but my eyes can. So I'm trying to look around and I'm just, I see that I'm doing this, but I can't see anything. I can't see what is doing this. And I'm so in shock by it that I'm not even looking at it. And so right when I feel like I'm going to be actually thrown off of the bed, not thrown, but dragged off, like my feet were going to be off of the bed, I wake up. I wake up in the position of my head on the pillow, and I am grasping that pillow, and I fucking freak the fuck out. I've had sleep paralysis before, and it was very similar to that, but it was so real. It was so real. It was... I'm pretty sure it was some sort of spirit that had a lot of power. And I think what it was trying to do is it was trying to scare the shit out of me. Well, it succeeded. And I think just by it sitting on the bed and I didn't react to it, it was like, okay, bitch, guess what? Round two, fight. Like, it was nasty. It, It reminded me a lot of sleep paralysis. But in sleep paralysis, even when I've had it, I know I'm in it. 
I know I'm in it. Oh, things are a little bit more distorted, but this was not a distortion at all. It was bizarre, and I wasn't moved either. So, like, I wasn't dragged. I was in the same exact position I was before, just grabbing that pillow, and I was like, fuck this. It was the weirdest experience I've had in a very long time. I don't know how to perceive it, but I do think that it was some sort of entity. I don't know what it was, but it took over and it was very terrifying. Afterwards and after kind of getting my bearings, I kind of pieced together where it's like, well, if this is what happened, I looked at the phone. I knew that I looked at the phone because I felt it and it was real. Like all of this was real. And I don't know. I don't know if it was like a glitch in the matrix or something. I don't know, but it was so vivid and so real. But what I think that what happened was I picked up the phone, saw the time, put it down, laid down on my pillow and I immediately went to sleep. And like what I said before, I tell spirits that if they want to visit me, they need to visit me in my dreams. And that's my boundary. That's my boundary for them. If you have something to say to me, do it in my dreams. And I'm pretty sure that spirit got that green light and said, oh, bitch, you're going to be having a dream all right. <laughs> and I think that the sitting on the bed actually happened. I do think that that was something that really did happen. That wasn't in my dream, but the dragging was not. But um, it was terrifying. So I wanted to share that terrifying story with you. Um, afterwards, when I woke up and almost peed myself and was like, oh my God, that was a dream? No, that wasn't. And did a whole panic. I immediately turned on the TV, turned on to Bravo, because I'm a housewives junkie. I love trashy reality. And it just wasn't doing it for me. So I went to like the Cartoon Network. I went to something where it's like, I got, I have to get my mind off of this. And so I turned on the lights, watched a little bit of TV, got up, and then um, shut everything off. And I eventually got a, like a podcast or something on that was like a comedy thing and listened to that and went to bed. And then I told everyone the next morning and everyone's just like, and everyone being my, my family that was there. And they were like, holy shit, what the hell? But they've, at least with my mom, my mom has always known that I've, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I've had weird stuff happen. And my dreams have always been very, very vivid. And, um, yeah, I, I've, I've had a lot of crazy dreams. They're just very, very vivid. They have symbolism behind them. And there's something there. And that's why I totally believe in dream interpretation and dream journaling and stuff like that. Because that's also part of your subconscious. It can't even be um, guardian angels that are going through your dreams. Depending on how you're wanting them to show you, yourself. But that's that was my crazy Key West story. All right, guys, I think I've rambled on for enough amount of time. 
So thanks for hanging out with me. I really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you do uh, like and comment and subscribe to Spotify and to Apple. I'm on iTunes now, which is very exciting. So make sure you check me out on that. And again, go to my website, witchofboise.com, become a coven member. Again, that is absolutely free. There's going to be also new memberships that are going to be coming soon, and I'm super excited by it because it's going to actually give you an option for paying uh, less than what my readings will be. So it's going to be like a three-month subscription, but you'll get like some of them you'll get two readings, three readings. So be on the lookout for that. And again, if you do sign up to be a coven member, and again, that is absolutely free. You can comment on blogs. You can view all the blogs. You can also um, chat on forums. So if you're interested in learning tarot or you have questions on tarot, um, you can definitely check that out and I can um, try to help you. And I'm looking to build a community out of the coven. And I'm just, I'm really excited for the future of this. And I'm really excited for all of the support. And I just love you guys so much. So make sure you do check out that website, witchofboise.com. I hope you have a great rest of the day and um, enjoy your weekend. And we'll be hanging out soon.